Well, it's Tuesday again, and uh, this will not come as a surprise, but another incredibly busy week. So, Mona, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, we got nothing. I guess we'll talk about our dogs. Well, we could. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I've already done that on my other podcast, Th- Thoughts oh. and Prayers for Jets fans. That's just where I'm going on that one. I know. Is he out for the season? I, hey, am I a doctor? Do I look like a doctor? I don't even... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I know I'm, I'm just trying either. to impress you that I even know what sport he plays, Charlie. Oh. All right. So you and I are going to have a violent disagreement in about uh, 10 minutes. But can we okay, get great. something we probably agree on before we do this? Sure. Two, two stories, two, two tweets, including yours. So Jonathan Lemire tweets out, Vladimir Putin is weighing in on charges against Trump. What's happening with Trump is a persecution of a political rival for political motives. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, why why are they prosecuting? I just push them out windows. Exactly. I stick them with point. Okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah, Vladimir Putin. Um, this shows the whole rottenness of the American political system, which cannot claim to teach others about democracy. David Frum comments: They do stick together, don't they? <laughs> but then you are also pointing out something else that uh, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin has a lot of opinions that he's sharing now. Yes, Vladimir Putin praises Elon Musk as an outstanding person. Yes, the way he praised another pal, Donald Trump. Would love to trade both of them for Evan Gershkovich. Gershkovich, I think. Gershkovich. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, In any case, though. Yeah, the Wall Street Journal reporter who's being unjustly detained in Moscow. So, yeah, here we have this moment where Vladimir Putin is trolling us, praising Elon Musk, who, of course, cut the Ukrainians off at the knees, apparently, with Starling, and his good buddy, his BFF, his best friend, who is being persecuted, Donald Trump. It, the one thing about Vladimir Putin is, though, I mean, let, let's say all the stuff about you know him being a monster, genocidal, and everything. The man knows how to play Donald Trump, doesn't he? Oh, yes. <laughs> has known it from the beginning. Of course, let's face it, it isn't that hard. All you have it's to not. do is say he's some sort of a genius and Trump will be eating out of your hand probably forever to the point where he will stand up at a Helsinki uh, joint uh, press conference and say that he trusts Vladimir Putin more than all of the intelligence agencies in the United States government. Okay, on a scale of 1 to 100, 100 being an absolute certainty, okay, what are the chances that within the next 48 hours, Donald Trump puts out a truth social bleat where he quotes Vladimir Putin? Ah, I would say, yeah, I was thinking 110. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) there's no way... Yeah, even Vladimir Putin understands exactly. the corrupt thuggery of what's going yeah. on. What's okay? You know, he there's there's zero chance. I'm sorry that he's not going to be quoting, a, you know, his good friend Vladimir Putin. Even Vladimir Putin exactly. sees this. Exactly. Yeah. Good grief. So speaking of useful idiots. I wanted to get your take on the whole Elon Musk story. Um, I, I talked about this on the Daily Podcast with James Holman from the Washington Post. But but what a tangled mess um, to find out that that Elon Musk, the generous, brilliant billionaire who stands astride the globe as kind of a superpower, 
is making decisions about what he will allow the Ukrainians to do. And he's a major defense contractor for the U.S. And I don't know about you, Mona, but this raises all kinds of really ticklish questions. Like, what the? You know, it really does. And, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was thinking, well, we've had tremendously wealthy people with too much power before in American history. And sometimes they've used it for bad ends, like Henry Ford. Mm -hmm. Actually, my son sent me a little quip that he saw online, which was, there are two kinds of people in the world. Those who think Musk is the new Henry Ford, dot, dot, dot. And I said, oh, I get it. The second part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we've had bad actors in that sense, but actually... Most of the billionaires that we've been familiar with lately, you know, after they've made their pile, have gone on to like, you know, try to, you know, solve malaria in the third world and various kinds of things, you know, Bill Gates and so on and so forth. I'm not saying these people are angels, but they have tried to, you know, use their wealth toward good. You know, Warren Buffett has this agreement among very wealthy people. They'll give away X percent to, to charity, so on. I guess what I'm saying is, Charlie, I let us off the hook a little bit that we weren't suspicious of Musk, but obviously we let our guard down and we should have been because along comes this guy who is cut from a totally different cloth. I mean, he is a narcissistic, childlike, vindictive, ugly person. And amazingly, we're not talking about Donald Trump right now. And we're not talking about, we're talking about his pal. Um, we're talking about the yeah. other narcissistic billionaire. The other, well, we're yes. like next level oligarchy, aren't we? Yeah. And so the reporting that the New York Times and then later the Post did about how much of the satellite industry he has come to dominate, you know, is is really chilling. Like half of the satellites that are up there are, are Musk satellites at this Seems point. Seems like a problem. Yeah. It's just me. I am not a satellite scientist but or a rocket scientist, but this seems like a problem to me. <laughs> seems like a problem. And, you know, no. once again, you know, there were people who were saying, you know, when, when uh, he started shooting up rockets, you know, well, great. Privatization is good. We like privatization. No taxpayer money has to be spent. And this is great. And it's not so great now, is it? I want to know what a bit, what a power he has to turn his things on and off, not just for the Ukrainians, but for us. And- Particularly in relationship to China, because we know that as much as he wants to suck up to Vladimir Putin and is scared of Vladimir Putin and believes Vladimir Putin's propaganda, we know how entangled he is with the Chinese. And so if the Chinese say, hey, you know what, if you don't turn off the defense satellites, uh, you can't build Teslas anymore, what's he going to do? Does he have that power? I do not know. To listen to the rest of this episode of Just Between Us, become a Bulwark Plus member today. 